It's another case for Walter and Bunny. That's right, the famous detective duo who solve case after case in post-nuclear Vegas are in for another mystery. Brought to you by A-Bomb Radio. Today's strange story, The Case of the Masked Spectre. What began as a sunny Monday morning in a small town beyond the Vegas outskirts, horror and fear quickly takes hold as a rolling gang of bandits terrorizes and rips the place apart. Gunshots and explosions riddle the area and townsfolk run for their lives. As the madness goes on, the gang's leader, a mysterious masked man, holds up the local bank with a few of his men. An older teller in his 60s throws his hands in the air and prepares to hear the masked man's orders. Okay, I'll do what you want. Just don't put that shotgun in my face. You know exactly what will make that problem stop, old man. Lower your hand slowly and dig out whatever currency you have in that little vault. All right, all right. Just know we don't have much to spare for such a small town. I don't remember asking. Now get going. Oh, okay. (laughs) Shut up! Say, boss, you want us to waste these hicks? Take the women. They're far too valuable. So I see you damage one again. I'll end you. Yes, boss. What's the hold-up? Here, here. It's about 400 caps and a little NCR money. I'm sorry, but that's all we have for you. Mm. I'm sorry, but it's all we have. I've been nothing but truthful to you. No, please leave. I can't take this. No, no. When the rest have what they need, tell them to rendezvous over by the old highway bridge. Don't forget to take those wenches with you on your way out. We're done here. Right away, boss. Get over here, you! Walter, we really need to work out this car thing. I just crunched some numbers and we lost hundreds of caps in revenue due to all the cases we had to cancel after the incident. It's incredible how much time we saved with that thing. Yes, I suppose that was to be expected. Unfortunately, the only other means of conveyance this day and age is the vertebrate. But unless you're military personnel, you're out of luck. But nothing very subtle about those things anyway. Well, we may just have to put our money on a rumor and go hunt down that guy out west, the one who fixed up an old highwayman car? If the war rears its ugly head too close, we won't even have an effective way out of here. Yes. Majors have to halt our operations and seek refuge either in New Vegas or Camp McCarran if that happens, though the downside is that both places are big Legion targets. Research on a new set of wheels needs to be an entire subject of our operations now. In a disturbing new development, it's being reported that the small and prosperous town of Gold Point has been subject to a violent and bloody raid by a band of marauders. Town residents who witnessed the event say the attack came without warning and in full force. 
Gunshots and explosions ran through the streets, and the killers showed no mercy, notably murdering citizens at random and kidnapping a number of the town's women. Though one would think this qualifies as an average Legion attack, witnesses couldn't confirm enough that this indeed was not Legion. Rather, more like raiders or a band of mercenaries. The new California Republic was asked to intervene in an investigation, but had this to say. We received the frantic distress signal shortly after the attack. And though we have dispatched a soldier to provide overwatch of the town, the NCR has unfortunately become too encumbered to give the situation its full attention in the midst of the Browning Legion threat. That was Lieutenant Humphrey stationed at Camp McCarran. The town of Gold Point has been known for its independence and simplicity, as well as its minor security presence. Nothing this tragic has happened to the town in recent history, and its surviving citizens hope to rebuild. More on this as it develops. Golly, that's so sad. It looks like with the Legion on the march, any old raiding party can just move a little freer now that the NCR is so busy. Those poor people. Hmm. Bunny, there's something a little off about this that I don't like. Of course. The whole thing is off. Well, hey, what are you getting dressed for? You going somewhere? Both of us, Bunny. Both of us? It's eight o'clock at night. We've worked later. Yeah, but why won't you tell me? Because if I told you, you wouldn't want to go. And I need the backup. Now come on, let's unhitch the pack, Brahmin. We're going for a ride. wasn't but ten minutes after opening. The sound of gunshots erupted from outside the city and gradually moved in closer. Before you knew it, people from all over began screaming and running for their lives. Men with bandanas rushed into any open building they could and robbed it clean, leaving at least a body behind. I suppose I wasn't meant to be the one for this bank, but their leader luckily only hit me in the shoulder. That's so scary. It's hard to even fathom. What's the death toll at this point, Glenn? I'd say a good 35. Dozens more injured. Our security at the front gates were the first to perish, of course. But then they just let loose on everyone once they broke through. There really isn't much complexity to it. And can I assume your bank vault is empty? Yes. Before I could move these old bones to lock the front door... Whatever differences that'd make. Four men, including their leader, burst in and forced my customers to the ground. He made sure I stood up and forked over everything I had. How did you know he was the leader? Because he clearly ordered them around and barked demands. When he asked them to wrangle the girls in particular, they called him boss. There's no doubt about it. Since that's the case, and you're probably the only one alive to get such a close look compared to the rest of this town, can you tell me what he may have looked like or have sounded like? I'll never forget. He wore the cleanest black dress suit I've seen in ages, with a bolo tie and matching duster. He wore a top hat, too. I like you'd see in those old western pulps. Please, go on. Well, the queerest thing... I could only see half of the man's face, because 
It was covered by what looked to be a porcelain mask. What? Like... like the Phantom of the Opera? That and a very thin handlebar mustache on the side you could see. Piercing brown eyes as well. Look right through you. Gosh. Sounds as if he's trying to hide some damage. Shooting at me at the end was one thing. But what I heard is they exited. Walter, Bunny, you have to stop that man. That NCR soldier they sent isn't going to do anything but end up that man's next victim. You're right. Waiting around for the next swing of these bandits is only going to see the full destruction of this town. I'll be frank with you, Walter. It sounds like the bandits already got what they came for. You're probably right, but we still have girls out there to save. Say, Glenn, where is that NCR soldier? Last I saw him leave his room, he was on his way to the saloon. His name's Private Kroger, by the way. Thanks. Talk about dreary. I don't know if this place was full of holes before or after the attack, but it isn't very welcoming. And is that who I think it is, over by the bar? Yep, I'd say that was Private Kruger. He seems to be having a fun time slouched like that. Let's go give him a visit. <sighs> what do you want? Uh, I mean, I mean, pardon me. How can I help you, civilian? A private Kruger, is it? Yeah. What can I help you with? Is everything okay? Interesting to see someone like you at the bar so early. Yeah. Shouldn't you be providing overwatch for this grieving town or something? What are you getting at? I just came here to get some water. I serve water and beer bottles nowadays? Six should be more than enough to hydrate you. Just what are you getting at? Who are you? We're Walter and Bunny of WB Investigations, New Vegas. We took it upon ourselves to provide this town with assistance, much like you should be. All we wanted was to ask you about any leads, but <laughs> you're obviously not up for intelligence sharing. <sighs> well, here's your intelligence. I was sent here to look after a washed-up old town that got a little scared of some raiders. Happens all the time. Maybe next time around, they could think about better security. I don't know much besides the fact that ten men with varmint rifles don't cut it. Now, I'm going to stay here for a short week and head back to McCarran. Best vacation I've had in a while now. Look, young man, I'll cut you some slack since you're probably fresh from basic training. But innocent people are dead and more are being held against their will. If anyone around here already gave you info we don't have to waste our time asking about, we'd appreciate if you just fork it over and we'll leave you alone. You don't seem all that passionate for this project. I would assume being the town's lone savior would do wonders for your career. <laughs> do the math, you two. Haven't you been up on current events? You sending me out here for a week was the nicest thing the NCR has ever done for me. Ever since the Mojave outpost spread word that the Legion crossed to Colorado, the Army's been sending boys like me to the Wolves. Casualty rates have skyrocketed, and instead of pushing me to die in the front lines, they place me way out here. Hey, I ought to live it up. Well, why don't we make your job just a little bit easier by having you place it in our hands? 
Come on, let's get that intel out of your head and we'll move on. I know as much as you know. Townsfolk have no idea where or who these bandits are. You know, these towns have been peaceful for most of its life. You know, all they do is trade and they correspond with caravans. It's a sad thing considering how hard they've been hit. But what are you gonna do? Did the NCR relay anything more? Nope. Just a rifle in my hand and a pat on my rear. Is that all? I want to get on with my breakfast. Sure, pal. Just... Hello? Is there a Private Kruger here? Hello? Who is that? I don't know. I don't remember seeing her. Please! It's very important. Has anyone seen him? <sighs> Hello? Is that you? Yes, yes. What is it? Uh, uh, are you... Yes, Private Kruger, ma'am. You look a mess. What's wrong? Oh, I... I... Walter, what's her deal? Why does she look so distraught? I don't know, Bunny. But I have a feeling she's more important than she looks. Just slow down so I can understand you. I can't say much. It's just that... Walter, what's that noise? Wait a minute. Kruger! No! Help me! Private, get out of the way! Bunny, behind the ball! That's the end of Private Kruger. So much for being safe away from the war. Walter, I knew something was off with that woman from the get-go. She was being used as a plant. Someone sent her here to get Private Kruger, and they succeeded. Yes, and judging by the way she looked, I have no doubt in my mind that this is one of the captives that the bandits took. That beeping sounded familiar. It must have been a slave collar placed round her neck. Yes, and a heavily modified one as well. No ordinary slave collar can achieve a blast radius such as this, and I haven't seen one of those in quite some time. Unfortunately, this only confirms that bad feeling I had when we first heard about this attack. Casket is back in business. Incredible! So out of all the rambunctious rabble-rousers in the Mojave, you particularly identified this one? 100%. Amazing! Just hold on for a second, you two. <laughs> this is getting out of control. I'm barely wrapping my brain around the incident at the saloon, and, and you pull casket of, of all people out of the woodwork? I do, Bunny. And I know you'll think I'm crazy, but only a few seasoned slavers know how to professionally modify a slave collar like that. And that poor girl had to go through it? There's only a few men I know that can convince his captives to go out so far to do his bidding. I saw that look in her eyes. Although I agree with all those qualities matching Casket's profile, my memory says we last saw him thrown into a bucket of molten steel alongside his robot. Remember? I never would have thought you had history with this monster. Sounds mighty serious. It's a long story, Glenn. Just know that Mr. Casket is perhaps the most deadly human this side of the country. Tell him, Bunny. Yes. The man kidnapped me in broad daylight and nearly sold me to Caesar's camp before Walter here saved me. 
After being captured by the NCR, he slaughtered the entire outpost, keeping him prisoner, and attempted to take our lives as revenge, only ending with the man and his robot falling into a slag bucket when he tried to kill us at a steel factory. We never recovered his body, but there's usually nothing to recover when you're turned into goo. Good gracious. Casket was never deemed deceased, and it's all making sense now. I project that he was merely splashed by the steel and managed to recover elsewhere, hence the mask. His business wasn't shambles by then, so he made plans to redeem it. The thing is, the war broke out, and he needed to relocate. I theorize that he moved out of town, gathered a new crew, and chose Gold Point as its unlucky first harvest. Uh, I... Say, where did the crook say he was going? I... I think I remember him talking about regrouping at the bridge that leads into town. Good. Are there any structures or habitable places beyond that direction? Uh, nothing but some old caves and abandoned mines but a few miles out. But I doubt they'd be there. And why not? Because all the local prospectors picked that place like crows on a mole rat. I would have heard back from someone if a murderous new gang moved in. Ah. And when was the last time you talked to one of these prospectors? What, just last... Well, hold on. Bunny, let's get back on the Brahmin and do a little poking ourselves. Something tells me Gold Point hasn't seen the last of this gang. Tune in next time for part two of The Case of the Masked Spectre. The following was written and produced by Preston Harden, edited and mixed by Ethan Walsh. In The Case of the Masked Spectre, Walter was voiced by Elliot Contable, Bunny by Sharon Grunwald. Our cast also featured Carrie Schultens, Joshua Belmonte, and Philip Sacramento. And now, a special thanks to our patrons. To Joel Jackal and Thomas Kane, we thank you for your second-tier contributions. Vault Dwellers, join me, Jackson, Sassy Lady Rover, Eric, and the Creator Maverick as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it using at FalloutRTD. You can send us an email using FalloutRTD at gmail.com. Join us. The conversation has already started.